The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a lead pipe locking for parlay props. Go to parlayplay.io and use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus today. That's parlayplay.io and use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus today. The U.S. women's national soccer team lost in the World Cup yesterday in the round of 16 uh, against Sweden. The first time in the team's history that they are out before the quarterfinals. Longtime team leader and activist Megan Rapinoe was smiling and laughing to herself after missing the crucial penalty kick. It was overall just an embarrassing performance for this team from the start. They donned the uniforms of the United States of America, but they refused to honor anything we stand for. And therefore, I'm thrilled they lost. Good. I'm glad you went down. You don't support America. I don't support you. And I know I'm not alone. Megan Rapino to give them quite the advantage. What will she do here? Rapino, no! Yeah, it's a it's a tough one, and there's just some some dark dark comedy in me missing a penalty in my last game ever. So yeah, because yeah, I was saying with the smile, I mean, it was that just pretty much a message that that's football, that's life, things happen. I mean, that's a sick joke. That's just like yeah, I mean, that's a sick joke. I just I can't believe it. I just like I never even I never even hit them over ever when they're saved. So yeah, I mean, that's just how it goes. This woman is the epitome of selfish, and she made it really hard to root for the United States. And we all root for the USA. Don't get me wrong. Even if it is Megan Rapinoe and others that decided to kneel for the national anthem, we still root for this country. It would be nice, though, if those women who wear the USA on their jerseys could love the country as much as we do. I don't think that's too much to ask for, Sean. You know, if you look at the worst year in the NFL, uh, Clay Travis, it was when uh, we had the whole Colin Kaepernick issue and Americans were disgusted. They did not want politics and football. And I understand everyone's going woke and I understand they think they're inclusive. But America, you're taking the most uniting moment, a common passion for a team, a common passion for a sport, strangers high-fiving each other in the stands, and you're ruining it by adding politics to it. If you want politics, watch this show every night. You'll get your fill of it. <laughs> you're 100% right. And, and, and that's why Michael Jordan said Republicans buy sneakers, too. Sean, 15-year-old boys. In Dallas, just Dallas <laughs> beat the U.S. women's soccer team that won the World Cup in 2019, 5-2. couple things on this. I was in the crowd with my family in Vancouver, Canada in 2015 when Megan Rapinoe and her teammates won the first women's World Cup of this era. This is one of the most beloved teams of all time. 2019, they go off to France. Donald Trump invites them to the White House to celebrate their 
back-to-back World Cup championships. They refuse to go. 2023, Megan Rapinoe, wide right on the kick. Who would have seen that with that PK, by the way, Sean? And I bet you could have scored there. I bet I could have scored there. I bet Tommy could have scored there. It ain't that hard when you're in the PK, certainly if you're the best woman in the world, right? Theoretically, uh, one of the best women in the world. And here's the other thing on this. They alienated everybody, and they didn't need to do it. And if you get to the point where so many people are not upset, this is the worst-performing Women's World Cup team of all time, and they wanted equality with the men. Congratulations. They've got equality. They both stunk and got kicked out in the round of 16. Um, Megan Rapinoe is the Mark Milley of soccer. She, she, she couldn't execute. She was too focused on her wokeism. It trickled down to her troops, and now they're losers. That's what they are. They're losers. That's what happened. I'm, I remain infuriated by it. I couldn't care less that they lost. In fact, I'm thrilled that they lost, and I'm, I remain hopeful that they will take a lesson from the fact that they have allowed themselves to be led into oblivion, the oblivion of being a loser, by a woman who's much more concerned about her Nike checks and subway checks than she is about getting the big W. You are listening to your FIFA Women's World Cup quarterfinal preview, which will be a USA free round. They are going home, or they'll already be home by now. Knocked out of the tournament in the round of 16 for the first time in their history. And oh, how satisfying it was to see Megan Rapinoe's penalty kick kicked into space. And uh, she was largely responsible for the team exiting the competition, combined with the fact that they couldn't score a goal against Sweden, couldn't score a goal against Portugal, only managed one against the Dutch, won one of four games in this competition and are deservedly going home from the tournament, despite the fact they were the 5-2 to plus 250 favourites to win it for the third time in a row. You can follow me on Twitter at the Soccer Gambling Podcast. That is at SGP Soccer, at SGP Soccer. You can also follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. The Twitter account is at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. Also, be sure to check out the Sports Gambling Podcast on Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 first place prize. Besides season-long contests, they also have weekly contests just for Patreons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast completely ad-free and full of behind-the-scenes stories from SGPN. There is even a Discord channel just for Patreons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling, so do your part and sign up today. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Also, follow my other Twitter account. It is at LockBettingX. That's at LockBettingX. 
That is where every single month the pin tweet in that account will be my latest spreadsheet. I'm a transparent and tracked handicapper. I'm also a sensible sports better. I don't play out stupid plays like five star, five unit plays, 10 unit maxes, 20 unit whales, 25 unit play of the years that seem to come out every week. I don't do any of that. You can see my spreadsheet. It's always the pin tweet. I've been undefeated every single month for an entire decade. That means in 122 months of sports betting, I haven't had a single losing month. We can all have losing days. I've even had losing weeks. But every single month for 122 months, I have been profitable. Do your due diligence and your research on my success. Um, The pin tweet, as I said, will be the previous month. But all of my other spreadsheets are posted on my site, lockbetting.com. Megan Rapino to give them quite the advantage. What will she do here? Rapino, no! Okay, let's move on to looking at our first quarterfinal. This will feature Spain. They will be going up against the Netherlands, who won USA's group. Spain are the 4 to 5 minus 125 favourites to win this game in 90 minutes. It's 13 to 5 on the draw. And it's 10 to 3 on the Dutch. The qualification odds here see Spain as the 2 to 5 favourites to qualify, with the Netherlands at 2 to 1 plus 200. It's been a solid tournament so far from the Dutch, winning a group which contains the world champions. I thought Holland were going to be much weaker in this tournament, especially without Niedermeyer, but. They've still managed to get themselves through to a World Cup quarterfinal. And I think that would have probably have been the maximum expectation. I think anything beyond this would be a huge bonus. But I don't think they are going to get the bonus here because I think Spain will turn it on and will get themselves through to the semis. And I think they'll do it in the 90 minutes as well. Spain were slickness itself in carving Switzerland apart in the last 16. And while the Netherlands are going to be stiffer competition than the Swiss, they should have enough to get past their European rivals here in 90 minutes. Coming into the tournament, there were question marks over how the Spanish side would cope with a World Cup, given the anarchy of the last 12 months. However, the answer is that they have coped better than the US They have recorded three comprehensive wins so far in their four matches. And their one loss was actually a comprehensive defeat. But you could put that down to a number of factors. Was Spain really trying? Were they trying to avoid the USA in the um, early stages of the later stages? Was it a fluke? Spain did dominate the ball possession in that game. And they seemed to concede a goal every time Japan countered. If Spain get through here, it's likely to be a rematch against Japan. There are warning signs, of course, that come as a result of such a defeat where they were essentially pickpocketed at will by a very good Japanese side. So I don't know if that was a case of complacency. I don't know if that was a case of Spain not really caring about the game or whether it was just a case of Japan being that good. But I'm not expecting the same here from the Dutch The Netherlands have had three pretty tight matches to deal with and have done what was required, pipping Portugal in the winner-takes-all group game in the opener, holding the US, 
Although we have to say the United States aren't the most reliable guide given the way that they've played so far in this final. The 2-0 win against South Africa was as comfortable as you would expect it to be. But I don't think anything there says to me that they are going to get the victory here against Spain. The Dutch have had 24 less hours to prepare as well for the quarterfinals and have had to fly in from Australia as well. And uh, Sweden in their game against Japan, which we're going to look at next, are in a similar position. So I'm going to fade both of those teams in these quarterfinals. So a bit of a spoiler there for you for the next game. My selection for this one is to take Spain on the money line at the price of 4 to 5 minus 125. Megan Rapino to give them quite the advantage. What will she do here? Rapino, no! Moving on to our second quarter final, that will see Japan taking on Sweden. And what's really weird about this World Cup compared to the men's one is that when you are drawn in the group and you both qualify from the group, you're usually put on separate sides of the draw. You can't meet until the final. Here, the two teams can meet again in the semi-final. So it's a little bit of a weird setup. We did address that in a future show at the start when we were looking ahead to uh, how things would map out. Japan have already beaten Spain by four goals to nil. They've absolutely coasted their way through here to this quarterfinal. And they are the 23 to 20 favourites to win on the money line. If you shop around, I have seen a 13 to 10 available. So plus 130 on the money money line price, which is a 90 minute price. It's 21 to 10 on the draw. And it's 12 to 5 here on the Swedes. The winner of the tie market sees Japan here at 4 to 6 and Sweden at 5 to 4. I find it very, very hard to look past the Japanese here in this spot. They have been very, very good so far in the tournament and they have every advantage here as well. The Swedes had to travel from Australia to play this game. They also went through a gruelling two-hour backs-to-the-wall scrap with the US. They haven't conceded a goal since the 48th minute of the opener against South Africa and are going to take some shifting. But Japan, they are the biggest market movers for a reason. They've won every single game and they've looked really good in doing so. And for that reason, it's really, really difficult for me to look past the Japanese here. They have been the standout team of the World Cup so far, in my opinion, winning all four of their games comfortably. And they themselves have only conceded a single goal. Sweden were under pressure for the vast majority of that uh, game against the US where they won on penalties. And uh, they actually drew with Japan's last 16 victims, Norway, in a friendly in April. So if that's any kind of a barometer, then Japan, they should win quite comfortably here and get it done in the 90-minute period. As I said, they've considered just one goal so far and have scored at least two in all of them. Sweden didn't make too much of an impression against the US. They actually only had one shot on target. So this is going to be another backs-to-the-wall job. But the USA is finishing in this tournament. 
was absolutely atrocious throughout from the very opening game all the way to the end. Sweden faced 11 shots on target in the round of 16 game against the US. Japan, if they do the same, they are not going to end up drawing a blank. So I'm going to take Japan here on the money line to pick up the win here in this one. Before we move on to the remaining two quarterfinals, let me quickly tell you guys about Parlay Play. We're brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a great way to get down on your favourite parlayed player props. The football season is right around the corner and Parlay Play will have all your favourite props. Parlay Play is available in a ton of states, including California and Texas, plus our good friends up north. Parlay Play is available in a bunch of provinces in Canada. And when you sign up with our code, you'll get a sweet bonus to get started. Head over to parlayplay.io and use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's parlayplay.io and the promo code SGP. Megan Rapino to give them quite the advantage. What will she do here? Rapino, no! Moving on to our third quarterfinal. It's the one that features the host nation, Australia. They are the 11 to 4 home dogs here against France. It's 21 to 10 on the draw, and France are the 21 to 20 favourites in the 90 minute period. France are the 4 to 7 favourites to qualify, and Australia here are available at 13 to 10. I think this is a good price here on Australia. My main concern is we haven't seen. Sam Kerr yet in this tournament. So perhaps the problem is much worse than the Australians are letting on, or at least the Australians are telling the media and the media are, are informing us of, because she would have played by now. The, the last game against Denmark was by no means a given. Australia did manage to navigate it and navigate it quite comfortably, which is why I think they are being undervalued here. I think they have a real chance of knocking out France. France have been a model of inconsistency. They had a very, very poor opener. Uh, they then delivered a performance when they needed to against Brazil. They were not impressive in their final group game. Despite scoring five, they should not, be, they should not have shipped three. And then in the last game, that was probably their most impressive performance, making it through here to the quarterfinals. But with the home nation behind them, I do think Australia do have a chance of going through. At very least, at the very least, I think they can push this game to extra time. So my selection here would be to take Australia on the double chance market. That is available at three to four. And all you need Australia to do is not to lose to this France team in the 90-minute period. Now, Australia came into this with a very strong record. They took a number of scalps, which we've covered here as we've covered the World Cup. And that defeat against Nigeria looks like a major blip. It looks like they just played a bad 20 minutes. And we saw how hard Nigeria pushed England in the last round. England shouldn't even be here. Nigeria should have taken one of those chances and sent England home. But England got lucky and um, Australia got unlucky because Nigeria were more cutthroat with the chances against them. But that was Australia's one bad performance. Otherwise, apart from that, it's been smooth sailing and that's been without Sam Kerr. Now, I don't know 
what her status is for the next game. It's been game to game. That's what we've been told. But we did very much expect her to be appearing in a round of 16, given initially we were told that she was out for the first two games. If she's on the pitch, is she even going to be useful? Is she going to be the Sam Kerr that plays for Chelsea? It's doubtful, given the fact we've clearly not been disclosed the full details of the injury. That does make it a little bit more difficult to pick Australia outright to qualify here as a live dog. But I will take them to navigate the 90-minute period without a defeat. And uh, if Sam Kerr does show up on that pitch, I'd be a lot more interested here in taking them to qualify in an upset. So my selection here is going to be Australia on the double chance market or Australia plus 0.5 in the Asian handicap market. That's widely available at three to four. If you shop around, four to five minus 125 is available. Megan Rapino to give them quite the advantage. What will she do here? Rapino, no! We got to keep adding that Rapino clip there for your enjoyment. But before somebody actually takes that super seriously and thinks that I'm anti-American or, or anything like that, that's absolute nonsense. I absolutely love. America, that would be my preferred place to live. Unfortunately, um, I, I have a child. It's not unfortunate I have a child, but unfortunately, having a child puts me in a situation where I cannot make that decision. Um, his mother is not interested in living in America. She's not a fan. And therefore, I'm a little bit tied up and, and handcuffed to where I live. I wouldn't say the UK is a prison. But uh, my preference would definitely be living in the US. Love traveling to the US. I'm there, as you guys know, three or four times a year. And if I could, I'd be living in California and I'd be recording these shows from the Sports Gambling Podcast studio where I was in April. So that's the facts of the matter, jokes aside. But everybody knows that we're making these jokes because this USA women's team did isolate all of their own supporters. Everybody in my group chat, whether it be the people who are still with lockbetting.com, whether it be the people who I just talk about with sports betting, various telegram groups, etc. I'm I'm a very connected sports better. I have my fingers in a lot of pies. Everybody was happy about this. Everybody was amused by what happened. If you're not, well, you're not. Then, then perhaps these jokes aren't for you. But I think the majority of people do find it funny. And the fact that you have Americans finding it funny that their team got knocked out of the competition just goes to show you how much this team isolated everybody with their wokeness. So that's all I'm really doing here. I'm just poking the bear, having a little bit of fun, not really trying to offend or upset anybody. You're free to just fast forward past it. You're still getting the picks that you get on them on all the other shows. But ultimately, my opinion, which I don't really like to give on this show because I do subscribe to the Jordan philosophy of everybody buys Jordan. So you don't really want to sit on one side of the fence. But I don't think these women really stood for anything. They stood for their own pay. They stood for virtue signaling. And that was about it. They've never really 
done anything to further any cause to to help anybody. When you compare this USA team, and given that they are a very topical subject at the moment, and them going out of the World Cup happened around about the same time that we are mourning the death of Sinead O'Connor, a woman who was a legitimate hero, a woman who was a legitimate warrior, whose death I actually found very, very upsetting and just was constantly watching back interviews and videos of Sinead O'Connor for a couple of days. I was absolutely shocked by it because I knew everything she stood for. And she was somebody that just said, fuck the money. I don't need the money. I don't need the fame. I'm going to stand for what I believe in. I'm going to say what I want. And it's in complete contrast to this US national team. She was a woman who stood by her convictions, even though it ended up ruining her life and killing her in the end. And she was laughed at and ridiculed. And she could have gone on to become the most famous and greatest singer of all time. Everything was on the plate. She's the most talented female singer that we've ever had in history. But she decided not to go down that selfish and pretentious path. And I'll leave it to you to just go down a YouTube rabbit hole and look up Sinead O'Connor, read up about her, watch videos and see what she truly stood for. A woman who truly stood by everything that she believed and how much that contrasts to this US women's team who I am obviously not a fan of. So let's let's tone it down here. Let's let's not be too serious. I'm, I'm trying to explain the joke and yet I've gone into um, serious territory again accidentally. But let's focus on the final game. Um, it's England versus Colombia. The England women are very, very lucky to be here in the quarterfinal, but they should be able to navigate their way past Colombia. England are the four to seven favourites to get that done in 90 minutes. It's 11 to four on the draw and it's six to one here on the Colombians. The winner of the time market sees England as the shortest favourites to advance to the semi-finals, where they are at one to four whilst the Colombians are at 3-1 to one plus 300. It's very difficult to make a case for Colombia. I just cannot see England playing that poorly again. They were very, very poor and they don't deserve to be here. It's going to be interesting to see how they are without um, Lauren James. Obviously, she has been the best player in the tournament so far for England and have come to their rescue multiple times. So that is going to be a big miss not to have Lauren James in the team, but it's only Colombia and England should be able to deal with Colombia without it. Colombia's main ethos so far in the tournament has been that they have been difficult to beat, difficult to break down, stubborn. And England are going to face another stubborn team here who are going to sit in with a defensive block and they're going to invite England to break them down. But ultimately, I do think England will find a way to break them down. England came into this tournament full of confidence and are the bookmakers and were the bookmakers' second favourites to lift the trophy. They are now the favourites despite their last performance. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I do think they'll find their way through to the semi-final. 
They are a team who are averaging 2.5 goals a game since the finals of um, the European Championships. They have lost just one of their last 36 matches, a record that stretches back to 2021. And they won the last meeting between these two sides back in 2016, but that was only a 2-1 win and Colombia have improved by then. England have kept clean sheets in three of their four matches so far in the tournament. Whilst they've looked shaky in spells, um, a good defensive record isn't something new here for the side prior to the start of the World Cup. England's opponents had an XG of just 0.45 per match and scored just 0.83. Colombia's matches have been low scoring. Both teams have scored in just one of their four matches and um, they are the outsiders here for a reason. They edge past Jamaica in the last round, but they'll need to improve here to have any chance against England. Since winning the Euros, England have conceded just six goals in 16 matches, and that is actually an average of 0.375 goals per game. They've won 12 of those matches and have lost just once. Two of those wins came in uh, came beyond regulation time, but it highlights just how difficult England are to beat. They were obviously lucky in the last game, but here I think they'll find a way to go through and get it done in the 90-minute period. I'm going to take England I'm going to get us away from that four to seven price and I'm going to take England with the under 4.5 goals tacked on. That gives us a better price of nine to 13. So just better than minus 150. And that's going to be your play here for this one. Megan Rapino to give them quite the advantage. What will she do here? Rapino, no! Okay, that was your last one. So closing out with your lock here on the show, I have to take a lock here that I really, really feel strongly about and um, not worry too much about the price as long as we keep it under minus 200. That's usually the rule. And most of the time, my plays are nowhere near minus 200. There are a lot of bigger price plays that are like I like Spain in 90 minutes. I like Japan in 90 minutes. I like England with the under four and a half goals tacked on. But ultimately, I'm going to go for Japan to qualify from the game against Sweden. Sweden have done incredibly well to get to this stage, but everything's against them here. I'm only taking Japan to qualify to give myself a little bit more security because Sweden have been stubborn and difficult to break down, but they will not survive 120 minutes against this team who have been the best team in the tournament so far. When you factor in 120 minutes against the USA, which was a backs-to-the-wall job, when you factor in the number of shots they conceded and you factor in the travel... I just cannot see Japan getting knocked out here at the quarterfinal stage. So your lock here for the show is Japan to qualify at the price of 4 to 6 minus 150. That's it for me. Don't forget to check out all of my additional content available now. You have not one, but two EPL season previews. And in the next 24 hours, you'll be getting a La Liga season preview as well. And episode one, match day one of the new EPL season. The first EPL show of the season will be dropping in the next 24 hours. The only way to make sure you never miss a show is to make sure you are subscribed to the Soccer Gambling Podcast feed. Good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening. Away!